You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. You got to have fun, you know. You, you, you could grind your whole life for 30 years and, you know, make a ton of money. But then you look back 30 years, and you're like, man, I didn't have fun. I didn't take a break. I didn't travel. I didn't, you know, call my mom for 20 years. Like, people forget to do the basics of just having fun. And, and you separate away from that normally when you're right out of college or high school you know you're like okay now i'm in the real world you can still have fun you know i still i I do one to ten things a day that i used to do as a kid whether it's riding a bike right whether it's jumping in a lake whether it's jumping a river you know riding a horse like doing something where i feel like a kid again riding a skateboard like do something where you're like taking that youth back into your life and just it starts to take over it'll start to take over your life you know, and, and your body will say, I need more fun. I need more fun. And so, you know, the, the more people can implement that into their life, I think the better. That was Devin Levesque. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I'm syncing up with serial entrepreneur, philanthropist, explorer, and fitness enthusiast, Devin Levesque. Devin is the founder of two companies, the DML Group, which invests in growth stage health and wellness companies and creatoring company, a digital marketing agency helping brands partner with the right influencers in the space. Devin and his team have invested in spearheaded marketing initiatives for some of the largest companies in the industry, including Super Coffee, Playbook, Promix, which is one of my favorite protein powders, Arena, Gymshark, and more. Aside from his business ventures, Devin lists mental and physical health as his top priority. He bear crawled a marathon in 2020 in 20 hours and 48 minutes to not only set a world record, but to raise capital for suicide awareness and mental health. Devin is now in the middle of his next purpose-driven challenge, summiting the highest point on every continent in the world over a 500-day span. He has already completed Kilimanjaro, Aconagua, and Vincent in Antarctica, which he just came back from. Devin is also co-founder of All Day Running Co. with Jesse Itzler, and they are launching the world's funnest running festival this October 17th through 19th in Georgia. We recorded this conversation at Devin's incredible farm, Sweet Honey Farm, in the horse corral of all places, which was super fun, and it was just before Devin left to ride across America on his Cannondale with his friend and business partner, Jesse Itzler, and a crew of friends. Devin and I talk about his love of animals, which we share in common, and farming, and Sweet Honey Farm, where his passion for athletics and adventure began, the inspiration behind the businesses and investments he gets behind, his recent adventure summiting Vincent in Antarctica, and his mindset and physical training to get there. Of course, we talk about All Day Running Co. and how he and Jesse are building the world's funnest running company with super vibey gear that I also love. Fun events like Ice Camp, Hell on the Hill. They are launching the world's funnest running festival, Running Man, in October on the 17th through the 19th 2023 in Kingston, Georgia. There will be races of all distances, 5K to 50K, live music, the world's largest sauna, cold immersion, glamping, camping, yoga, speakers like Rich Roll, Courtney DeWalter, Matt Frazier, Mike Posner, Matt Choi, the KK Twins, Fit Girl Mel, and so much more. We talk about all of it during our conversation. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to wherever you get your podcasts. 
scroll through the episodes, click on Marnie on the Move, click on the five stars, and then click on leave a review. Tell us what you're listening to and what you love about this podcast. Also, feel free to screenshot this episode and post it on your social channels. Tell us what you love. And now you can also leave us five stars on Spotify and answer the question that is associated with each episode of the podcast. All right, on to my conversation with Devin. Devin, it is so awesome. Thank you so much for inviting me to your beautiful home. Thank you for coming. Always, I, uh, I always, I always like having New Yorkers down to the farm. It uh, helps separate your brain from the chaos a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I feel like all of these things that we do to disconnect, and all you need to do is see a couple animals, and it's pretty it. awesome. Yeah, I mean, we're literally sitting in a horse pasture right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, and we have carrots on the table. Hopefully, you know, the horses will come over. Or maybe not, because I don't. I don't want them to eat my microphone. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gnawing on some grass right now, but we'll, um, we'll get them. To so visit. so let's start with the farm because this is yeah. so awesome. How did you get into farming, and what inspired you to come here and do this? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I grew up in Idaho and New Hampshire. I was born in Idaho on about forty acres in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, you know, we had peacocks, chickens cows that we would milk, you know, horses. My mom was a horse trainer. And then, you know, up until I was about six, um, all I would drink was like raw, you know, pasteurized goat's milk and, and cow milk. And, you know, I, I always thought that was, a uh, I don't know, normal. And then, you know, when we moved to New Hampshire, you know, the town I grew up in, in Andover, there's only about 1500 people, you know, and I grew up on a farm there as well. And I always thought this was a normal way of living. And so when I, I don't know, I've always, it's always been, I guess my base, you know, roots. Um, but slowly as I got older, you know, I'm, I'm about to turn 31 and, you know, as I've lived in New York city and, and, you know, in, in some of these big tier one cities, I noticed that, wow, this isn't the norm. <laughs> Not a lot of people, you know, have farming experience or know how to take care of animals or, you know, maybe don't even have a passion for it. But, um, I don't know. I just, I've always felt more calm at yeah. a farm and around animals. And I mean, on this farm we have 124 animals, you know, what do you got? What kind of animals? Chickens, turkeys, horses, dogs, cows. I have a cat. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's, there's sheep on the way. So I don't know. I just, I feel calm around animals and, you know, on a farm and, and you have an awesome garden too. Like you're growing all you. kinds of vegetables. Yeah. Also very calming. You yeah. know, it's, I, I rate my days on how dirty my feet are. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I know not you're not wearing any shoes. I, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want dirty feet at the end of the day. And, uh, I, it just feels like if I can look at my feet and they're dirty, I know I grounded myself and, I was able to balance in work, life, business, earth, you know, and I don't want to sound too hippie, but nope, I don't know, it's it's, it, it, it feels good for me. You know, it, it, it helps all the chaos, you know, calm down a little bit. And so was, were you always athletic? Like when did you get into <laughs> sports and athleticism? Oh man. Um, yeah. My grandfather was a professional weightlifter. So was my father. Um, my dad played football in college for one semester and then dropped out. But, uh, yeah, sports have always been a big part of me. You know, my grandfather and grandmother on my mother's side were also big athletes, baseball, basketball. Both my parents were big athletes as well. Um, and so naturally, my four sisters and I were playing three sports every single year. Um, wow. I, my first sport ever was baseball, right, t-ball, um, and gymnastics and ballet. And so that's what I would do as a young kid. And then football, basketball, baseball every year, track, jumping on trampolines. You know, I wasn't allowed to have video games in the house. So we would have to go outside and just jump on a trampoline or ride the horses bareback or, you know, ride some four wheelers or, you know, play backyard basketball or football or just keep myself occupied. So naturally, yeah. you know, s sports and competing was at the top of that list. So when did you get into running? Oh man. I mean, I guess with sports, you're constantly running, running the bases, you know, running a hundred yards, you know, in football, uh, basketball, those are sprints. Um, but really running, 
not that long ago, you know, like really focusing on doing a marathon or a half marathon or even a 5K. My first 5K was at Clearwater. You oh, know, really? It was this year, yeah. But didn't you just do like the Austin Marathon? Yeah, that was my first marathon. Bear crawl. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I ran the I ran the Austin Marathon on two feet. I bear crawled, you know, a marathon in 2020. Okay. And so I guess that was my first marathon. Yeah, bear crawling a marathon. Yeah, on That's all crazy. fours. Now, do you train for these things? Always train. Yeah, yeah. always, always over train. I don't like going into things unprepared. Yeah. You know, I've been there, done that, and it's not the most fun yeah um i do like grinding but you know i I like over preparing myself quite a bit you know whether i'm climbing mountains or bear crawling a marathon or running marathons or 5ks or whatever it is like i i I tend to over prepare and you just got back from an epic adventure with a bunch of people so talk to me about that yes because that takes your running endurance sports to like a whole totally other sphere yeah which one antarctica yes oh yeah okay cool yeah antarctica was really cool um i'm I'm in the middle of climbing the highest point of every continent in the world and so recently got done africa south america um and now just got done antarctica and you know that was cold uh (laughs) i saw pictures (laughs) very cold on your instagram yeah if anyone listening doesn't follow devin on instagram it's devin lavasque and you need to follow him thank you it's awesome thank you yeah it it was uh it was gnarly it was a great it was a great climb um we were with some really amazing people seal team six were there with us alex honnell who did free solo he was climbing with us you know you have really really accomplished humans from an adventure side from a business side from a personal side that are all accumulated in on this one continent and they're there for one purpose and it's to push their boundaries as well. Um, you know, the conversations you're having are, you know, I've doctors curing cancer in, you know, in, in India for children, right. Right. You have, um, you, you have people that, you know, have just done Everest five times and now they're in Antarctica. You know, you have, you know, one buddy that was with us, Vern, he's done the seven summits. So he's climbed the highest point of every continent in the world 10 times. Wow. (laughs) Which is crazy, right? And so, and do you feel like there's something like from each of these experiences that it obviously like transcends well beyond like the physical movement? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it it's it's very mentally. You feel very mentally accomplished yeah. when you do this. Not necessarily physically. It's more like oh, a sigh of you know relief. Like, wow, this is done. This is another thing check you know checked off my list. Physically. I mean, you can prepare yourself for anything, right? But it's like your mind that has to like convince yourself, okay, I have to put time aside to do this. I have to train for this. I have to get my mind right. I have to stay focused. I have to stay organized. I have to, you know, get it done. And I think the mental toll is much greater than the physical toll, obviously depending on mother nature and what happens, but it's, it's much greater just because there are so many different variables when you're going into the coldest continent in the world, right? Where essentially you're, you know, one of the most remote places on earth and, you know, you're not showering, you're not, you have, you have to take care of yourself, you know, you have to watch every little tiny thing. So yeah, definitely it's, it's, it goes far beyond your mental strength, your mental grit, your mental clarity, the ways you think about life and, and, um, giving back and, you know, real world problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, it, it, it starts to expand a little bit when, when you're by yourself on a mountain. And how did you train for that? Incline walk, a lot of incline walking, um, a lot of, you, you know, people don't realize it, but when you're climbing mountains, I mean, you have to be very comfortable in your gear, you know? So you can't just be like, okay, you know, I'm just going to go climb Everest with like no experience with crampons on your feet or not mm-hmm. knowing how ropes work or, you know, fixed lines or, you know, layering, layering's a big part. Here come the horses. Oh. Let, let, layering's a big part as well, you know, your, your gear. And so, you know, making sure that your body temperature is constantly not too hot, not too cold. Yeah. And did you have to do any like altitude training or anything like that? Yeah. Trying to get the horses go. to come over. Here you go. Come, come, come. Look at them. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely altitude training for sure. Yeah, definitely quite a bit of altitude training. That's not the wires. There you go, guys. Yeah, a lot of altitude training. The thing with altitude is essentially you have to build up your red blood cells. That's mm-hmm. what acclimating is. Yeah. And so 
going to a mountain, even just staying there, if you know, if I'm climbing a 25,000, you know, foot mountain or 23, right. we'll use 23,000 because that's what Akakago was. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're going and, you know, you're staying at base camp, you know, 10,000 or so feet, um, you know, for a couple of days just to acclimate. And then your body builds up the red blood cells and you kind of go from there. So, yeah. And so that's obviously a lot different than training for a running event unless you're running at altitude. Right. Unless you're doing like Leadville or, you know, something yeah, high altitude. But it, I, I still do think that every athlete should implement high altitude training in into what they're doing. Because when you yeah. do have more red, red blood cells, you do perform better. Right. You, you have more oxygen ripping through your your body. So I do think it's important. I, you know, I'll, I'll continue to do it. I have a I have a oxygen mask and you know a little setup in the gym where, yeah where you know i can train at twenty thousand feet or so which that's is that's cool. awesome yeah so, so you I, also you're building you have that in your gym here yeah it's, yeah it's, it's uh it's it's called hypoxico and you okay. just pl- put up the tent you you know plug in the tube and it'll literally uh replicate twenty thousand feet of elevation and so you're limited oxygen it's pumping oxygen into the tent but only enough to hit twenty thousand so that is forcing your body if you sleep with hypoxico and at high altitude for six to eight hours a day and then you train in it one hour a day you can acclimate pretty quickly like four weeks just at your home like yeah. any, if you're at anywhere in the world if you have if you have this device so that definitely helps quite a bit so you could basically train in that for running events because 100%. train high, race low. Correct. Yeah, that's yep. pretty awesome. Shout out to our sponsors at Delta G. Delta G is the creator of the revolutionary Delta G ketone ester, an exogenous ketone being used by world champion, Ironman, Tour de France, Formula One, Olympians, recreational athletes, and longevity-seeking wellness-savvy individuals looking to optimize their athletic performance and everyday health. I have been adding Delta G exogenous ketones to my morning coffee, using it to recover after hard workouts and in training for the past several months. I am a huge fan. Beyond boosting energy levels and performance, ketones improve mental clarity, boost metabolic flexibility, and increase insulin sensitivity. Ketones are the brain's preferred fuel source, even when glucose is present. Ketones are nature's super fuel. When the body is pushed to its limits, we convert stored body fat into ketones for energy that help fuel the brain and body. Delta G delivers that exact ketone produced naturally in the body called DBHB. With Delta G, you can achieve high levels of circulating blood ketones, also known as ketosis, safely and immediately. Delta G was created through a collaboration between the University of Oxford and NIH with funding from the Department of Defense in 2003 as a way to provide efficient fuel for warfighters. Just two years ago, Delta G became available to the public. Throughout the years, researchers have been able to utilize this technology in various studies, amounting to over 55 published Delta G studies with around 25 ongoing. It's time to take your health and athletic performance to the next level. Head over to DeltaGKetones.com and use our code MARNIE20 to get started. And yeah, speaking cool. of events, you have something really big coming up. Big. Yeah. So talk to me about your ride across America, which when this airs, you will be done. Correct. So talk to me about, you know, maybe we can do some Instagram posts about yeah, yeah. You know, how it turned out. But talk to me about this and what you're excited about and all of those things. For sure. So Jesse Itzler approached myself and nine of his friends, eight, eight of his friends. Cause I guess I'm number nine, um, to ride across America, you know, from San Diego to Florida. And, you know, it's going to be somewhat of a relay. And so we're going to hit 3000 miles. Every mile we ride, uh, we're going to be donating one bicycle to a child that can't afford it. So that's really exciting. Um, it's also exciting to, you know, be, you know, take a couple of weeks off and just go ride and just yeah. see, see the earth and see the U S and just, you know, be with some good friends. We're pr- pulling saunas and cold plunges on the back. Yes. And you have a vegan chef, vegan chef coming with us, which I might have to stop <laughs> at, uh, at McDonald's a couple of times because <laughs> I need, cause you're not vegan. Yeah. I'm not vegan, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have an amazing crew. Some of the grittiest people, you know, you've ever met you know chris health is coming with us yeah and he's he, rich rules coach yeah and he also coaches olympians yeah but, I mean, and like and he's also an olympian like yeah, he was an olympian an Olympic he won swimmer. he yeah. won kona iron man right yes. he's done 42 ironmans he's amazing you have nate who got he's putting in 500 plus miles a week on a bike you have you know rick Steele, another iron man guy like ultra people 
ultra humans are coming on this thing. And I think what's really cool is you, we know that they have the grit to do it. But also, they're just good humans. It's going to be a fun crew for two weeks. So it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to have good conversations, sun and cold plunge a lot, ride my bike. And I just bought my bike, by the way, like two weeks ago. What kind I'd, of bike? A Cannondale. Oh, I love Cannondale. They're, they are awesome. They're I, an awesome company. I love them, too. It's, yeah. I mean, it's literally my first road bike I've ever bought. I grew up mountain biking in yeah, New Hampshire. But, you. like, yeah. I don't – I mean, I literally just started road biking two weeks ago. And so, well, so do you have digital – all digital yeah. like SRAM, Reg, the whole Everything. force, yeah, I, force. Yeah, I, I was yeah. like, hey, if I'm riding across America, I'm not going to nickel and dime this one. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm excited They're about great it. bikes. Gwen Jorgensen's riding on that oh, no right way. now for as she trains for the Olympics. Oh. I think she I think she has an Evo. Yeah, okay, that's cool, the one cool. you got, right? That's their road I, bike. I think so, yeah. Um, a, I'm, I'm so uneducated in I'm it, by the way. I'm cycling geek, if you have any questions. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> like Wait. big time. Yeah, yeah. So that's really awesome. And you're also, you know, speaking of Jesse Itzler, you yep. guys are business partners. You yep. have a couple of companies together that you've worked on. And yep. talk to me about how you connected with Jesse and what you guys are doing together. Yeah. I mean, Jesse. Beyond I, cycling across America. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Jesse hit me up a couple of years ago in um, when I completed the bear crawl and he just congratulated me. And, you know, I started looking into him a little bit more. and it, I saw we had some mutual friends and then. I got invited to 29029, one oh, of his other companies. Yes. And I got there and, you know, he's like, hey, man, I'm here as well. Let's link. And so I went and linked up with him. And uh, right when I saw him, first question, I'm like, man, what is 29029? This seems crazy. You know, what do you eat? And yeah. I was like, man, what do you eat? And he said, honey. And I have a big honey tattoo on my leg. And I'm like, dude, I love honey. Like, I've, I'm I'm a honey fanatic. You know, yeah. we have, we have 10,000 bees at the farm here. You know, we're going to. I'm just really glad they're yeah. not over here. Like, right I, now. yeah, definitely glad. But <laughs> I, I love honey. And uh, he's like, dude, I love honey. And then we, you know, kind of rest his history. And we just started vibing. And we noticed a lot of, you know, we have a lot of similar values, mm -hmm. um, similar hobbies, similar friends. And so it was, it was, uh, it was a pretty easy relationship to forge. And I don't know, we just, anytime he's like, Dev, you know, you want to come here? It's a yes. You know, yeah. he's one of those people in my life where if he says go and do something, I don't ask questions. I just show up. Right. Yeah. Um, and so whether that's, Hey, come down to Atlanta and we're going to Hawks or 29029 and, um, or, you know, we're going to Leadville next week, whatever it is. I just say, yeah, let's do it, Jess. Um, and I don't know. I, th I think also being with him as a business partner, friend mentor just like good guy in my life um it's helped open my brain into you know ways to structure things and go about life and you know just it re-solidifies thoughts that i've had you know yeah. i'm 30 he has you know 20 plus years on me he's been there done that and so yeah. hearing it from someone that has the experience saying like hey man you're going you are going down the right path is always very relieving yeah, he's you know? pretty inspiring. I Very, mean, yeah. I feel like everything he says and everything he does, I <laughs> as an entrepreneur and a founder and someone who's like always hustling and working hard, like yep. he just always nails it. Like whenever you see something that he puts on Instagram, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. My people. This makes sense. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. All right. Shout out to our partners, Revitin. Revitin is my go-to when it comes to toothpaste and oral health. I have been using it for years. Revitin is a prebiotic toothpaste that is an all-natural vitamin and mineral-rich formulation that gently cleanses, whitens teeth, and freshens breath while helping to restore gums and reduce harmful plaque. It's free of SLS, synthetic detergents, or additives and contains no harsh chemicals, fluoride, artificial colors, sweeteners, or dyes. Created by biologic dentist Dr. Jerry Curatola years ago when he recognized the need for a new and effective oral care product that could support sustainable health within the mouth. Revitin fosters a balanced oral environment with beneficial microorganisms that optimize nutrient absorption and act as the body's first line of defense. The oral microbiome is the gateway to optimal full body health. So make sure you take care of it with a great toothpaste that does not have fluoride or harmful chemicals. Get started now with Revitin Prebiotic Toothpaste. Use our code MARNIE15 at Revitin.com to jumpstart your health. That's M-A-R-N-I-1515 
at Revitin, R-E-V-I-T-I-N dot com. Now, back to our conversation. And so you have this really cool new venture. All day, yeah, all day running. All day, yeah, all day running is like, you know, he. I remember I went to uh, his house like a couple of years ago and he's like, man, I got this idea. I, you might think it's crazy, but look, I just hear me out. And he pitched all day running to me um, and this calendar and this, you know, all, all the different things we wanted to launch and they started to evolve. And I'm like, hey, man, yeah, let's do it. And I, I literally for a couple of years, we were just going back and forth. And I'm like, hey, man, let me know. Like whenever the time's ready, I'm ready. And yeah. uh, and I think him and I were just waiting to pull the trigger, you know, yeah. and, and really, OK, let's do this. Let's do this. And finally, you know, early, you know, July of last year, he's like, I remember the text pretty vividly. He's like, all right, man, it's go time. And I knew like, that's all he said. I'm like, I know this is, I know what this means, you know? And like, then hell on the hill happened yeah, in Maine yep. in September. Yeah. Then, then all day running launched and hell <laughs> yeah. on the hill happened. And then we started, uh, you know, we brought in Todd, the CEO and, you know, now we're, you know, and then Chris Houth is obviously partner as well. And, you know, we just start going and we just start brainstorming. But the beautiful part about this relationship is, is like, this is a very fun project. This is a very passionate project. It's something that all of us love doing. We love sauna. We love cold plunging. We love running. We love, we're trying to bring the fun to the world of like, you can stay healthy. You can hang out with really good people. You can meet new, meet, meet new people, experience new things. Yeah. Um, and you can do it in a fun way. Like yeah. running isn't that fun. If you think about it, running sucks. Right. And so it's like, how can we bring fun to running? And, yeah. that, and that's what we do. So you're you know building I mean? the world's funnest running company. The world's funnest running company. Exactly So right. All Day Running Co., it's events, it's a community. Yep, it's gear. We got app, some. There's, the gear yeah. is awesome. The gear is off the, the charts. Gear is yeah, really Todd amazing. does an amazing job developing the bags. and. I think I have an obsession and, with the hats. The hats are awesome. <laughs> I, I was actually supposed to wear it on this podcast, but... <laughs> I left it inside. Um, I got my shirt on. Yeah, you have a shirt on. I didn't wear any because I I was like, maybe. maybe No, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But I literally live, I live in the sweatshirts. Yeah, they're great. People say to me, like, do you own any other clothes now? Because I, they're so comfortable. I basically, you know, I'm in my office and I'm working. I don't have to really go to any meetings or anything. When I do, obviously, I don't wear the sweatshirt. Right. But. I then I'm like walking my dogs four times a day and it's so great because it's like a, a sports sweatshirt. So it has like pockets and it's like almost like you could wear it running. Right. So it's great because I can put all the stuff in the pockets and get outside and it, like other sweatshirts, everything always falls out. So yeah, yeah. No, know, very it's, comfortable. It's, it's, it's a good performance sweatshirt for yeah, sure. Totally. It's great. But yeah, it's gear, it's community, it's events. We have we had Ice Camp, which yes. was off the charts. It was yeah, in Minnesota. Yeah, tell me about Ice Camp. Ice Camp was where we, you know, we brought about a hundred people in this frozen lake in Minnesota. It's like twenty inches of ice on this lake. We cut holes in it. We put a bunch of saunas on the lake as well. And you're going back and forth between sauna, cold plunge. People are sleeping in these like you know old school log cabins, so they're getting a little gritty. We had this amazing. Uh, monk meditation where everyone was just silent for a couple hours and they didn't, no one talked. There was no music. There was no anything. And it really, I think that was one of the best experiences I've had at an event just because it helps organize. Like it, not everything has to be so, so fast paced right. all the time. And so yeah. that, that was really amazing. Um, we had some good speakers and yeah, that was just a really cool, different experience putting people outside of their normal routine. Um, and then it leads into Hell on the Hill, right? Right. Which we have right when we come back from. Um, right. You have Hell on the Hill, Rome on yep. uh, May, May 17th through the 19th yep, May... in Rome, Georgia. So what's happening there? That is also one event that Jesse and his wife started at their house Yes. Um, years ago. I want to say seven, eight years ago. And we quickly brought it into All Day Running. It's just an amazing event. It's it's the hilliest half marathon in the world. So you're going up and down a hill. Mm-hmm. You have about four hours to complete it. But there's also saunas, cold plunges, speakers, amazing food, good community. There's going to be about 250 people at that event. Um, we have glamping tents. It's a two-day event. Uh, well, actually, two-night event, three-day. Um, and it's a run, it's, a half marathon on a hill. It's a run, world. walk. You can crawl. You can roll. You can do whatever you want to do to get the half marathon or do as much as you can. Um but I don't know. We, we I, I always try to promote to people, you know, there's 16% of America that runs. I want to mm-hmm. target the 
Yeah. You know, runners are great. Yeah, you know, join in. That's automatic. But let's let's hit some people that you know, are intimidated by running and show, yeah. hey, this can be fun. I'm not running the entire hell on the hill. I'm walking most of it. You know, we're having yeah. fun. I'm, you know, you're, you're, we're going to have amazing fun with it and have a party afterwards and, you know, have great conversations. And, and great food. Yeah. And I always say as well, you know, yeah. there's a big difference when, when you want to expand your network and you want to meet new people and you want to create more opportunity for yourself. Going to a normal industry happy hour isn't always the best bet. Right. Because when you're bringing people together that are all in the same industry, mm -hmm. they don't necessarily all have the same values. Right. When you can bring people together that have the same values, say mine are community, family, health, giving back, and freedom. If everyone in the room has those same values, conversation is going to happen much easier. Um, you're going to be able to vibe with people. It's not going to feel like a forced conversation or like you're selling yourself. It's just, yeah. this is what we like. And it's not... It's not forced like you have at a happy hour at a real estate happy hour in New York right. City or a, you know, a, you know, a bunch of hedge funds are coming all together to talk about how much money they have. It's like, yo, we're coming together and we're going to talk about impact and and what our values are no matter what. And that's what Ice Camp is. That's what Hell on yeah. the Hill is. You know, and and everyone's from different industries. I mean, you have, yeah. I, we have people coming from you know engineers from Apple all the way to someone that just came out of college. You know, to people that have never ran in their life and they just want to come and walk this thing. So you bring amazing humans together and great things come from it but that's yeah so we have ice camp hell on the hill and then the i just want to say like yeah, yeah. about you know my experience like i went to hell on the hill maine yeah. and i met you know one of the things that i think is so amazing about these events is that if you're a runner and you are looking to pr and you know place in the boston marathon or the new york city marathon and you're doing all seven continents like this is also something agreed that could be fun because you know what you could come here and just have fun and yeah. do if you love running like great you're going to be running but you also the other percent of the people that come to this because i think this is the bigger percent that i met like they've never done this before they don't identify as a runner right they have been intimidated by running you know they run but they just don't say i'm a runner because they think a runner is someone who does marathons or ultra marathons. but no i agree i and, agree I think I think there's so much power in that. You know, one of my listeners the other day asked me if I could write an article for she has a blog that is a real estate blog. And she asked if I could write an article on how to get into running. And I was like, sure. And but, you know, it's not you know, she wants like the basics. And I was just like, wow, OK, like that's super cool because you know, her audience, they're not runners, but they ask a lot of questions. Some of them want to run like most of them take fitness classes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, I just think that like the all day running co and the hell on the hill events and the events that we're about to talk about, it's for everyone. It's everyone. for someone who like it, there's something about the running community that's so powerful that it's so much more than just like physically running. And it's, it doesn't matter like what level you are. That's no. all I want to say is like, I I, and as a runner, like it was so incredible to meet people while running on that hill that. I was like, so did you train for this? And they were like, no. Like, I mean, they ran a little bit, but they didn't have like a coaching program on right. training peaks to do a half marathon. Like it was their first time doing it. Yeah. And they were all ages, right? Like all ages. Teenagers we have, yep. to like how old? Shoot. I mean, there's people in their 70s doing it, you know, for sure. I mean, there is so some awesome. there's some just gritty people that just want to have fun and expand their brain that come to this and. Yeah, it's a really, it's just a cool atmosphere. And even Des Linden was there. Yeah, De yeah Des. And she was having fun. Yeah, Des is there. I mean, she's a one of the top like ultra runners in the world, right? Yeah, I mean, an Olympic athlete. Yeah, Olympic athlete. She was just chilling. Yeah. Talking to people, having fun. Yeah, you have Ken Rideout, you yeah. know, over 50, you know, number one male runner in the world. Like, he's amazing, right? Yeah. He, he keeps winning marathons at you know 50 and older it's insane and he started uh, later in life he started later in life right yeah. you know so you have you're right you you do have those 0.001 percent of runners that like win races great they're there but you also have someone that's never ran before or trained ever in their life and they're yeah. there it's kind of inspiring as somebody who like you know follows the data and looks at training peaks and does all these crazy things to achieve like these 
PRs and running yeah. to meet people that are just having fun. It kind of like takes you down a little bit. Correct. Yeah. It humbles you a little bit and, yeah. and you have fun, you know, yeah. it's not, it does, it's not always, it doesn't always have to be so serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause we love running. Yeah. We just love running. We just like having a good time and fun, but. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about running <laughs> in an even bigger way because I feel like. Yeah. You've got something really big happening Huge. in October. So yeah. talk to me about Running Man. Yeah, this is going to be the biggest event in the running world. Might even be in health and wellness in all of 2023, for sure. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty insane, some of the guests, speakers, hosts that we have coming in. Um, I don't want to name drop right now. Okay. But I will say that there's going to be about 1,500 to 2,000 people. There's going to be... Best of the best people that you see doing cold plunge, hen hen, right? Or maybe someone who brought cold plunge um, <laughs> awareness up a little bit. Uh, uh, does his name start with a W? Potentially, yes. Okay. And so we're, you know, we're we have some amazing, amazing humans coming in. But this is a running festival. This is running as a part of it, but it is fun. There's going to be 40 plus activations. We have two really fun events that I'm excited about. We're going to have like a two to 300 person sauna and that's going to be the world's hottest party that can be oh held in God. there. Oh my God. That's awesome. That'll be fun. And yeah. then we have, it's a, it's around a one mile track mm -hmm. in Atlanta, in, in Georgia. Um, and not in Atlanta, but it's outside of Atlanta. Uh, and on that one K track or that one mile track, you're going to have 12 hours to do an XK. An XK is you can do as many kilometers as you want, right? Every 10K, we're going to give you a medal, but you have 12 hours to do as many laps around that one mile track as you can. That's um, pretty cool. And so that's, again, speaking to the different type of humans coming in. If you've never ran before, do a lap, right? Great. You're very accomplished. That is amazing. If you're an Olympic athlete and you're coming, do 100 laps, right? So it's yeah. like whatever is your, whatever is going to spark you, whatever your, PR is whatever you want to accomplish that day you can and so that's the XK which is amazing you have the world's hottest party 40 plus activations amazing amazing brands will be there performers comedians yeah you have a lot of great entertainment speakers yeah I mean it's a, it's a three-day festival um running man like burning man but healthier and probably more fun <laughs> so no ayahuasca I don't think any ayahuasca this uh, th this time around, no. But you will get high naturally through uh, sun and cold plunge, which will be nice. Um, we have like a couple 50-person cold plunges being made. It's it's going to be a proper event. It's it's going to be a lot of glamping, a lot of new connections, a lot of just fun. It's going to be off the charts fun for three days. And the people we have coming are all – like the guests and the talent that are coming – are all very hospitable, open-minded, you know, they're going to chat. You're going to be doing fun things with them, you know? Um, and so, I don't know, it's, it's exciting. That, that's going to be, that's going to be the event of the year for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's going to be, do you have dates yet? October 17th to 19th. All right. Yep. And so we'll release that probably when this is and will it be glamping, later. camping, and Glamp all of the things? Glamping, camping. You can get a VIP section. You can, you know, there's going to be a ton of great food there. There's showers there. There's, you know, you expect to be there for three days with a couple have, change of clothes. And, and Are just, there different price points? Have you figured that out yet? Yeah, no? yeah, a couple different price what points. What are the different price points? For VIP, regular. Um, obviously, when you get there, you know, you can upgrade a little bit if you need to, but yeah, I mean, when I say upgrade, food, beverage, all that fun stuff, but and yeah, the definitely, options for food are vegan, non-vegan, like everything. everything. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna eat just water, you can yeah. eat just the water. But yeah, we'll, we'll okay, have no. everything there for every every type of um, eating needs and food needs. But yeah, definitely, like this is this is th this is gonna go quick because we only have limited spots here, right? We can't bring in ten thousand people. We're only gonna bring in about fifteen hundred, and so there's gonna be fifteen hundred slots and. Uh, it's, it's insane. I mean, it's going to be insane. I'm really excited to to be there. It's going to be awesome. Let's talk about your other businesses. Because, okay, I yeah. mean, <laughs> you also have a content creator company. How did you get into that? Like, did it start with your own personal? Yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah, to so me about I, that. Um, yeah. yeah, I started a little investment fund um, and I started investing in 
you know, brands I believe in that have the same values, ones that I know I can help support. Um, you know, Olipop, what we're drinking now is one of them. We have Super Coffee. Um, Promix is a big one. It's our the cleanest supplement company in the world. And Vitamins, we have, you know, some just really amazing brands. We have about 20 brands in yeah. our portfolio. And um, it's called the DML Group, which is just my initials, Devin Michael Lavake. But yeah, so I started this investment fund and, you know, it's helped support companies grow, you know, from financially. And then the marketing company is called DML Growth. Um, and that's just where we put on a team of the best marketing experts in the world to build out strategy, create content, um, get awareness to the brands, help convert, you know, new consumers that are a right fit for the brand, you know? Um, And so our biggest thing, I think, with DML Growth and the reason that we get to work with brands like Gymshark and All Day Running and Promix and Olipop and all these brands is is we build community. I think that's the, the best thing that we do is like we build a really strong community behind these brands because at the end of the day you can try all these different marketing techniques and ads and email flow and sms and all these different things which are great and there's a time and place for them but if you don't have a strong community people that believe in your product people that want to support people that are going to keep coming back because they genuinely believe in the values and what you're trying to do for the world yeah then your business is going to go bankrupt and it's probably going to fail, right? And yeah. so we help build community first and then tap into the other marketing resources that we have. But, um, you know, these are some of the best experts in the world from Apple, Nike, um, Beats, you know, all the biggest companies in the world. You know, we, we have those, you know, former marketing experts. So, yeah, we go in and dominate brands that we, we love. What do you love the most about what you do? Bringing people together. Yeah. You know, opening people's brain introducing them to new concepts and seeing like a spark and a glisten in people's eyes when they're Mm. like, ah, I didn't know this even existed. This is my new favorite product or, you know, this is my new favorite experience. Yeah. Bringing people together is by, by far my favorite thing to do. And what about in terms of like all of your experience over the years from everything that you do, what are some of the biggest things you've learned along the way? Like maybe pick like three. Yeah. I would say be patient is a big one. You know, a lot of these brands and even people that are building their own personal brands want it to happen overnight. Um, I would say I'm I'm 30 years into building my personal brand, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm about to turn 31. But I guess my personal brand really started when I was, you know, 18, 19 years old. And so I've been going at this for a decade. It doesn't it doesn't happen overnight, you know, so patience, right. I think, is a big one. Um, I would also say is, you know, get on some you know, hire some amazing team members. You can't do it by yourself. Right. There are some anomalies where people have done it, but those are few and far between. And it feels much better when you can lean on a team and lean on people that have the same vision and, and, and values, but are also not afraid to say no, or that's yeah. a bad idea. So I think being patient, having the right team, and you got to have fun. Yeah. You know, you you could grind your whole life for 30 years and, you know, make a ton of money. But then you look back 30 years and you're like, man, I didn't have fun. I didn't take a break. I didn't travel. I didn't, you know, call my mom for 20 years. Like people forget to do the basics of just having fun. And, And you separate away from that normally when you're right out of college or high school. You know, you're like, okay, now I'm in the real world. You can still have fun. Yeah. You know, I still, I, I do one to 10 things a day that I used to do as a kid, whether it's riding a bike, right? Whether it's jumping in a lake, whether it's jumping in a river, you know, riding a horse, like doing something where I feel like a kid again, riding a skateboard, like do something where you're like taking that youth back into your life and yeah. just, it starts to take over. It'll start to take over your life, you know, and, and your body will say, I need more fun. I need more fun. And so, you know, the, the more people can implement that, into their life, I think the better, but I would say those three, you know, be patient, bring on an amazing team and good people to surround you and then, uh, have fun, you you know, make fun a top priority. Uh, That's awesome. Thank you. You have such an amazing, incredible Instagram following and you're constantly creating such cool content. Did you start that also when you were like 18 and you've just been building it all along? Yeah. I, you know, my buddy DJ Sackman came to me about seven, eight years ago uh, him and I were in a bar. I used to run nightclubs in New York City and, oh. and Jersey. Yeah, that, I did that for about four years. But okay. uh, D- DJ came to me in a bar one day and said, hey, um, 
you know, I saw you working out in the gym, man. Like, I, I think you should start posting your workouts and some of the things you're doing on online. And in my head, I'm like, man, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, I right. didn't, I didn't yeah. know what, what that meant. And he's like, dude, just, you know, take some videos and, you know, what you're naturally doing. So I started doing it and it became kind of fun. You know, I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. You know, this is a great way for me to keep reminding myself to have fun and, you know, gives me some structure to what I'm doing. And I don't know, it, it just became fun to me. And yeah, it started slowly growing and um, yeah, growing and growing. And then ESPN and Barstool and Sports Center and Good Morning America and all these big publications started reposting my stuff mm-hmm. and it started growing. And and I, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of just happened naturally, but I always, you know, I've, I still run my Instagram account. You know what I mean? I still, you know, I still personally post. I don't have anyone that posts for me. We have people that make the videos, but I, I genuinely like, you know, putting out things that I like to do in the world, whether it's farming, whether it's, you know, growing things, whether it's, um, you know, the horses or working out or traveling or doing all day running stuff, like yeah. it's just my life, you know? And so, um, you know, don't anyone that's listening to this, don't forget that your brand is you. It's just, yeah, it just I was going to say, like, it's like, what advice do you have? Because people like put so much thought into yeah. Yeah, how they're going to take the video, even me, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you just, just do it, right? Just, like, yeah. what, like, just how do you do it? <laughs> well, you know, my name's Devin Levake. There's no other Devin Levakes on earth. I'm the only yeah. person with this DNA and like this brain and like, where I've walked and same thing with Marnie, like same thing with you. You're the only person with that DNA, with that name, with that, you know, where you've gone in life. So everyone is their own personal brand. Don't overthink it. And the best, you know, I always define success as being yourself a hundred percent of the time. If you can just be yourself a hundred percent on the, all the time on social media or as you're building your brand, you don't have to think it's just you being you. And so a couple steps I would take if anyone's listening that wants to build their personal brand is List out your values. Like, what do you believe in? What are your non-negotiables? Like, those. Like, what are your values? If mine are, like I said, family, community, giving back, freedom, and um, health, right? Like, those are mine. Those are my pillars for my personal yeah. brand that I'm going to stick to no matter what. And so you have to figure out what your values are first. And then, you know, see see what you love to do, you know? Yeah. And don't, don't overthink it. And then just start getting it out in the world. And over time, you become a little bit more comfortable on camera or on a podcast or on video or you know you'll start to really refine what you're putting out in the world because you know your basis and those are your values so if you can understand who you are what your identity is with your values everything else comes a lot easier but don't think about like man like you know should this video be too short or too long or like this lighting or you know are people gonna like it or view it who cares it doesn't matter at the end of the day it really doesn't matter you're not you didn't come into the world with it and you're not leaving the world with it so it doesn't really matter right at all actually um kind of comes back to your like just have fun yeah just have fun and like you'll notice you'll notice if you're having fun or you're, you're stressed out too much but once you're stressed out too much about it it's not worth it yeah you know like pivot take a break you know but um, I would say have fun, understand your values, and then just put, start putting out content, That's you know, awesome. and you'll see, yeah. you know, if, if you're looking at, if I'm looking at a video and I'm watching it and my eyes even stray away for two seconds, I'm like, okay, we got to edit this or, you know, they have to switch it up because it's not, if it wasn't engaging to me, I don't think it would probably be that engaging to the world. Right. Right. And so you start to switch it up based on what you like. Yeah. Um, don't get trigger happy. You know, don't, don't just like post stuff cause you have a new photo or a video and you're like, Oh God, I got to post like post stuff you really believe in. Like yeah. don't, don't rush to just post stuff every day, post stuff you, you believe in and like, you know, build a brand that you believe in. Um, not necessarily what trend is happening or, you know, what's hot in the world right now or what someone else did, like create your own trends, be your yeah. own person, be yourself, have fun, figure out your values, your identity, and then just go and yeah. then don't overthink it. No. That's such awesome advice, Devin. Thank yeah. you so much for yeah. being on the podcast yeah, today. Of this was so of awesome. Course. I love the 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 additional guests. Yes. The non-speaking guests. Aaliyah and Sky. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate you having me on, and this is great. Uh, I'm excited to see you at Hell on the Hill. Yeah. And running I'll be man. there. I'll be there. Yeah. Have... We got to do this at Hell on the Hill. We'll like, do I'll it at Hell bring on the Hill. my gear. Yeah. And we could just like bring people over, and I'll just hang out. Well, Any we'll... excuse not to run. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do it at the <laughs> at the finish line. Yeah. People totally. Are just I'll just have people come through. Yeah. It'll be hysterical. I'm not running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm literally walking. Oh, you are walking. Yeah. I'm not running. You're just gonna be back from the bike. How are you gonna recover from that? Like, are you? What's your plan? I have no idea. All right. Honey, I have no idea. You're going to talk mean, about it sauna, after. Sauna, cold. Oh, that's right. Hydra- you have all that We stuff. have this new Promix hydration. Not to, you know, 
put it in there, but it's amazing. You can promote Promix. Yeah, I mean, hey. It's amazing. There's so many people ask me for recommendations on protein powders or electrolytes. Oh, and my gosh. Everything is different for everyone, right? Like, yeah. I have a few I like, but I'm always open to trying new ones just right. because, you know, what's going to make me feel the best? Yeah, we, 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 our whey protein got ranked the number one in the world. There's really? No other yeah. company that has access to this whey protein that we have in California. It's literally the cleanest whey protein in the world. And that's how our company really started. Um, and so anyone listening, try our whey protein. Our vegan is also NSF certified. The difference between our vegan protein and any other vegan protein is our peas come from Canada versus okay. Asia. And so um, the soil is much, much better. I got to try Canada. it. You got to try the vegan. We have this new product, D-Bloat, that debloats your gut in the morning. Oh, that's awesome. It's from a seed I found in Africa when I was out there climbing. And uh, it's called the Baobab seed, and it has actually six times the amount of vitamin C than an orange and four times the amount of potassium than a banana. Natural pre and probiotics. It's 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 an amazing. Sounds amazing. amazing. It's, yeah, you drink it every morning and you feel great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we're constantly coming out with products that are going to help us, you know, live better lives and feel good. You know, not necessarily, again, the trends, but uh, – yeah, the horse is like trying in. to eat my podcasting. <laughs> Come on, Aaliyah. I mean, I have two dogs. Yeah. I feel like Aaliyah is kind of like, where's the actual dog? Come on, Aaliyah. Come over here. Come but on. yeah, I mean, uh, hi. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. This is awesome. This is great. This is awesome. Devin, thank you so much for yeah. being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the horses are getting anxious. <laughs> They're getting anxious. They want They're some feeling, more carrots. They want more carrots. Or They're the like, Olipop. they want to get on the mic, they want to eat the mic. Yeah, they're great. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, Sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com, and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out. 